Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach. This week, talking about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? All about your feedback, your letters, your emails. Your recommendations, all of that talked about in this episode, but to kick it off up top, we got to talk about who's got something to say. Who's got something to say? (laughs) I've got something to say. Jenny, you've got something to say. Yeah, well, I do have something to say. Um, I am going to be taking a little bit of a break just from the Who's Tweeting episodes, and I guess I just wanted to say it. I didn't want to just disappear without saying goodbye. And the reason I'm taking a break is because I'm going through it, y'all. I'm a new mom. I'm going back to work full time and trying to balance all of this is a strug. So I reached out to my buddies and said, hey, would you mind if I just took a minute? And they said, go for it. And I don't know. I guess I just wanted to say that sometimes stuff is hard and don't be afraid to ask your friends if they can support you in whatever way would be helpful when you're going through it. And that's pretty much it. I'll be back eventually. I suspect we'll all be fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we um totally support you 100%. And um Matt and I will, I mean, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the episode we did with It's you. clearly not the same. <laughs> it's, it's a little not the same, and we're a little unmoored, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to get it all figured out. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. just going to rock some cock jokes, Jenny. It's yeah. good. Two, I, two, two yeah. four seven on the ween patrol. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Do whatever, you know, whatever you guys want to do when the hole is not around. <laughs> Finally, we're untethered. And like, it's just oh, yeah. us yeah. nervously yeah. missing you. That's it. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Feel free to get real <laughs> fucked up while I'm gone. <laughs> Uh, Jenny, we, uh, we introduced a really uh, weird segment where we just talk about jizz. Yeah, we already yeah. have those. Oh, that's so right. We what. already have that. <laughs> I think that's the thing. We're trying to out-top ourselves. It's indeed. <sighs> and indeed. the truth is, we can't top you, Jenny. We cannot top you. But we wish you well on all of that. Of course, you will be joining us for all of our album apps. And eventually, come back to who's tweeting when things settle down. That is right. I just yes. gotta, you know, they tell you it's hard. <laughs> and yeah, they're they fucking do. exactly right. <laughs> but that's all they tell you. They just tell you it's hard and that it takes time. And so, yeah. Uh, it won't stop me from desperately searching for easy fixes, probably mm. for a while. But yeah, absolutely. You know. So, Jenny, uh, you're going to step out now from the app. Before you go, though, Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about this. I felt that we should get one more just taste of, of your thoughts on, on some current stuff. So your favorite Hot Boys volumes, mm-hmm. they're back. Good. New record. It's coming out November 19th. It's called Happier? Question mark. Mm. They got a new single. It's called Bend. Matt, can we get a little bit of Bend? Sure. Yep. Got it right here. Here is volumes with bend. Put your blood 
are you telling me? (laughs) (laughs) That is. (laughs) You telling me. You telling telling me. me. That's volumes. I'm telling you it's volumes. I'm telling you volumes. They're thinking about making, they're making some noises here because they want to hear another noise. And that noise is some panties hitting the floor. Is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and some you know beds, what I'm saying? beds are squeaking. You know oh. what I'm saying? squeaking. Oh, doors man. Are, doors are closing. <laughs> That's doors right. are opening. You know yep. what I mean? Doors closing again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. 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 I mean, I can't say I'm that surprised it makes sense as a progression to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wow. I heard this song and I went, oh, they're going for the brass ring. These guys are going for like, we're, we're going to be a big band. That is what I heard on this. This is, this is a classic money in the bank, but I will say, and you know, Jenny, you got to go, but I mean, this is a larger conversation, but I listened to the new album by dead which we had talked about previously in a previous broad talk, that, the, that those guys were going for the broad in the horizons a little bit. But this strikes me as a little bit more focused, but also I was not thrown by this. This still feels very much of this band. The Dead album I thought was a little bit like like a real like turn. Like I was like, you guys used to be heavier. But this feels like largely still in the vein of what I expect from these hot boys. Also, this this is definite hot boy music. 100%. Complete and total hot boy music. This is hot boy summer music. Yeah. It's going to be a hot boy winter with this hot track. Hot boy winter. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Global yeah. warming. Yeah. <laughs> boys <Global> too. <laughs> <laughs> these boys are like, we're going to melt those caps. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, polar bears. Yep. Hot boys coming. All right. Um, Jenny, do you... Do you want to hear more? Will you be listening to the record on November 19th? I'll, I don't know if I'll get it on the day, but I'll listen to it for sure. Give me a week or so. But yeah, yeah, I'll listen to it. Maybe some Thanksgiving jams, you know? There you go. There you go. Get the family all together. Get some stuffing. Get some corn. And say, hey, let's warm up with these hot boys. Exactly. All right, Jenny. You have a wonderful rest of your day taking care of that babe and taking care of yourself. And we will see you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 All right, then. Thank you so much, Jenny. And uh, let's dive into Matt. We love him. We love a list. Love a list. Love a list. We got sent a couple of lists here. Um, First, Holiday Kirk. We've talked about him on the show before. He is uh, a guy creating a new metal agenda, is what he's called it. We call it new metal is back. He calls it the new metal agenda. And he put together a list over on his website, www.holidaykirk.com. The 100 greatest new metal songs of all time. This list, tremendous. This is a thorough ass list. This list is incredibly done. He, he even had it edited by somebody. Some people just throw these lists up. Don't even think about it. Leave the mistakes in. Leave them in. He's like, I got to get an editor on this thing. So Holiday Kirk wrote it, edited by Ellie Kovach. And this is a thorough breakdown of what he believes of 100 greatest new metal songs of all time. And he makes some choices. He makes some decisions that he stands by. But this is a list made up of, I mean, there's a lot of songs on here, not familiar. A couple songs on here, intimately familiar. But his writing about all of them, superb. Honestly, one of the best written things I've encountered about new Metal since we started the show. All respect to the god, Joel McIver. This is, this is quite, quite amazing. Matt, what did you make of this list? Number one didn't just go with the tried and true Mm. you know i think the number one no one should ever be upset at what the number one is but then inside of the list where some songs that you would be like that's a top five easy no problem 
rationally placed in other places on this list. Uh, we should run down this top 10 he's got here. So is number 10, Evanescence Tourniquet. Interesting choice. Number nine, System of a Down Chop Suey. Nice. Number eight, Orgy Stitches. Now, that was surprising to me because, I number one, in my brain, I don't always equate Orgy with new metal, but I know I'm in the minority on that. So that's a Matt problem, not a Holiday Kirk problem. Well, it was interesting to go through this list and, and think about a lot of the discussions that we had early on in this show when we were sort of defining what new metal meant to us. And I'd say Holiday Kirk has a larger view of what could be new metal and he's also the kind of guy and i don't think i'm out of line saying this is he's like if he gets a taste if he gets a touch of something it's in bring it in open tent big tent bring it in with something like stitches though i haven't gone back and listened to the episodes many many years ago but when we did the uh, orgy candy s episode i think there was some debate of how new this record was and i i kind of feel like you know as we've gone along i think something like stitches more new metal than maybe we wanted to admit at the time. Um, so I was actually very happy to see it there. Or so Stitches is my favorite Orgy song, so very happy to see it up there. And this, I won't, won't lie, you know, going through this list, he's got links to everything. It was good to revisit some old favorites. Good to revisit some ones I haven't gone back to in a while. And uh, always good to listen to Stitches, so thank you for that. Um, 36 Crazy Fists, Slit Wrist Theory. Um, 36 Crazy Fists, famously a band that we did on the show. And then we all forgot. <laughs> I, I I just forgot right now. You forgot right now. We've done them yeah. on the show. We've done them on the show. And I don't believe, is this on? I, I get, You know what? This might have been on the one we did. So once again, I'll need to revisit with these boys again. <laughs> For whatever this it, is very embarrassing. 36 Crazy Fists, and yet we can't remember a single one. Oh, but they're from Alaska, right? Correct. Okay, that I remember. Okay. Maybe we need to do another one by these guys just to, to, to refresh our memories. Because we did Bitterness, The Star, I want to say, is the one we did. That's what it says here. So apparently Slitter's Theory is from that album. but Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Much respect uh, to them. Uh, number six, Slipknot Duality. One of my favorite Slipknot songs. <sighs> no complaints here. Love that one. Number five, Sepultura, Roots, Bloody Roots. Come on. Come on. Come Morris, on. Come on. Yes. Dave Grohl at the top of the um, the uh, Sepultura book. Right. Well, more important, the Max Cavalera book. Yes. Where he says, I had this system, this really great system, and I put roots bloody roots on and i cranked it up and i ruined the speakers that's when you know you've got a classic iconic love it um number four this was another surprise digital bath by deftones shocker shocker bit of a shocker uh number three lincoln park with you this is another another, another shocker this is deep not- cut this is not deeper cut at least yeah so um very surprised by that one um number two honestly of course papa roach last resort there it is there it is uh makes sense i think now i and the number one corn blind live at woodstock okay. 99 but come I mean, on yeah yeah makes sense totally um i will say i'm pretty sure i mean very long list and uh it's got 100 songs on it and all with very detailed little bios and thoughts about each song. I don't believe Bodies is on this list. That's a surprise. So even at yeah. even at like you know bottom ten, bottom ten. But yeah, um, but yeah, there's a lot. We of, know it's a top ten for us. We know. Yeah, I believe the only drowning pool song on it is Sinner down at eighty. So. Um, yeah, but this uh this list was great for uh, reminding me about some stuff we haven't talked about in a while, reminding me of stuff that's been recommended over the years that we just haven't gotten to yet, um, and then telling me about some new stuff. So I mean, I was it was cool to see Primer Fifty Five on the on the list. Um, it was interesting to see Emo Bowls, uh, which is a band that I'd read about and we've kind of circled doing them. We've never done we haven't done them yet. Uh, Steppa, another band that we keep getting recommended. Uh, but also, he's throwing some stuff in there. He's got Filter, Jurassitol 
from the Crow City of Angels soundtrack on this list. Um, so, you know, lots of interesting stuff. If you love new metal and if you're listening to the show you probably do uh definitely check out holidaykirk.com look at his list of 100 greatest new metal songs this is uh some incredible work and um well done kirk we also got a list here fred durst's 13 weirdest moments wow that to quote jenny is an email i would read so this is from Kerrang.com, Matt. If you want to run us down this list of 13, yeah. only 13 seems low. Well, you know, it's a good number. Yeah. It's my favorite number. Mm-hmm. It's my lucky number. Mm-hmm. When he told us he'd released an album, a new album, and he hadn't. Uh, despite it being a good nine years since 2011's Gold Cobra, we still have not had a new release from the rap, rap, rap rockers. Or rap rackers. Rap sure. rackers. <laughs> in July 2017, in an Instagram live interview, Fred claimed that Stampede of the Disco Elephants was already freely available on the internet. I told you guys the album's online. Hmm. Wow. But, yeah, he said he put it online, but... It's not out there. But now, as we post this, now as we post this, all we've got right now is Dad Vibes, which I'm playing every day. I'm going to say it right now, probably song of the year for me. I really? I, I just, what's better? What's better? Name a song. You can't. Nothing's better. Um, and uh, But Fred has been teasing in his Instagram, releasing another song, possibly just dropping the record. So, I mean, who knows? By the time this episode goes up, we might have a new LB record. But I'd love that. Oh, that'd be so great. If we could get that before the end of the year, Fred and company, that'd be nice. Next one, he says he started a blog about juice fasting. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's great. I did not know that before reading this. He hosted a party at the Playboy Mansion. Well, is that weird? I mean, is that weird? No. No. <laughs> I don't think that's weird. I think that's a common thing. I think a lot of people were hosting parties at the Playboy Mansion in the 2000s. Now, yeah. in the mid, And, you know, they're pointing out that he's kind of creepy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, this is here. Watch the video below to see Fred asking some playmates, can I see your body while you feel slightly uncomfortable and wonder how this ever made it onto MTV. This might have been written by somebody who wasn't there at the time, but let me tell you. There's a that lot of was sp- de rigueur. That's, that's MTV. 99, 2000? Oh, my God. It was all spring break. Oh, can we see girls kissing, please? The hottest thing on earth, obviously. When we're back from this break, Soundgarden and chicks making out. It was like, yep, baby. <laughs> MTV in the 90s. <laughs> uh, he dated he- Britney Spears. Or did he? <sighs> I'm going to say he did. He did. Well, no, he didn't in that interview, the most recent one that he did that long form podcast interview mm-hmm. he said he well, was what, in a relationship with right. her but it wasn't like serious serious what it comes down to is that he has said it's happened britney spears has never confirmed that it happened like when britney spears talks about it she's like um yeah he's a guy i've talked to that's as far as she goes fred durst is like we were a thing Britney Spears is like eye contact words. Like that's it. So yeah. He applied he for He applied for a Russian passport. I like we're doing him. Let's try to do him together. <laughs> that's he applied, applied for, for a Russian, Russian passport. passport. Once again, is that that weird? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. All right. I'll let you take this next one. All right. Uh he made a cambio. Cambio? Cambio. <laughs> He made a cameo in the Zoolander movie. Again, not weird. He was friends with Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, you are my favorite motherfucker. He said it, and then Ben Stiller put him in the movie. These are, once again, not that weird. Okay. He made a cameo in his own movie. Also not weird. 
not weird. Well, this is probably the less said about Fred's sex tape, which was leaked in February 2005, the better. But someone had a laugh at IMDb by listing it under his directing credits as Fred Durst's sex tape, short uncredited. I'm not aware of this. I have not looked for it. I don't need to see it. Nope. Nope. He made a feature film about stalking. Again, not weird. Now the movie? Not great. Have you seen The Fanatic, Matt? No. It's a No, r- we were going to make it a thing, and then we did not make it a thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough watch. It's a tough watch. Not a great film. Not a great film. Uh, according to this, it was nominated for two Golden Raspberries for Worst Director and Worst Actor for John Travolta, and Travolta won. There wow. it is. He had a few to slip knot. This not is not weird! weird. <laughs> this is normal band shit. If you haven't had a feud with Slipknot, are you even doing the work? Machine Gun Kelly right smack dab in the middle of a feud with Slipknot right now. This is not weird. This is not weird. He He pissed pissed off Christina Aguilera. Not hard. Not hard. Not weird. (sighs) I've probably pissed her off in ways I don't even know. Okay, this next one. This is weird. He started hosting jazz nights. This one did not see coming. Did not see coming. Jazz nights at the Black Rabbit Rose in uh, Los Angeles, California. Didn't see it coming. And uh, he got a bit too into station wagons on his Instagram. Okay, that's eccentric. Eccentric, I will. I will give you... A weird with that indeed that yeah the entire uh, the entire instagram for a long time was nothing but station wagons and the last thing is okay this, i take personal uh, offense Matt, do not one. get mad do not get mad he started his own podcast what a freak job what <sighs> i mean maybe the, maybe the the way that it was done which they pointed out here is that he sounded half asleep, loudly scratching his beard, and spent 14 minutes rambling. Let me tell you, sounding half asleep, loudly scratching your beard, and rambling, that's a podcast, baby! (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to the art form! Welcome! We're all scratching our beards! All right, well interesting list thank you i don't even know who sent this this but we love a list even one where it makes us go not weird a lot um thank you so much for sending us that we also got to talk about matt who's emailing who's emailing got an email from kevy who said subject line birthday massacre and chinese democracy there it is i will admit I was a little hesitant to open this because Chinese democracy fraught. Hi, lovely people. Been really enjoying the show, and thank you for including my email last time. I feel like you should do Guns N' Roses Chinese democracy for Saint Anger reasons. I love the Saint Anger episode, and I feel like this one may be even better for the same reasons. I also feel like you should review a Birthday Massacre album. They toured with lots of new metal bands and fit the bill within their own music. I hope you're well. Keep on rolling, baby. Keep on rolling, baby. Thank you, Kevy. Wow, Chinese democracy. So, I have listened to maybe half of that record. I did. Now, were you a big GNR fan? Not a GNR fan. They're okay. They're before my time. When I was coming up, getting into tunes, getting into music. You know, I was listening to, Nir- to Nirvana and Guns N' Roses videos. Were I was aware of. Um, I mean, I've definitely seen Welcome to the Jungle video a lot. I've seen the November Rain video many a time. Uh, I've seen the video um, where he's swimming with the dolphins. And, um, you know, I've seen all the, you know, I've, I've, I've seen most of like, I would want to say like the lose your, use your illusion era stuff, like a lot of those videos. I've never dived into a full record. I've never listened to Appetite for Destruction front to back. It's, you know, it's, I know they're not necessarily hair metal but I believe they're in considered in that hair glam. Yeah, they they get put into that bucket yeah. for sure. They're a little heavier than those bands, but it's never been it's never been my speed. But I did listen to I want to say half of Chinese Democracy like three four years ago, something like that. 
and it was all right. It definitely felt like a mishmash of a million different genres, but it was a very like cursory listen. Like I wasn't giving it like, you know, I wasn't taking notes or anything. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I mean, well, I would I'd, say mm-hmm. if you're, uh, when is a good time to listen to Appetite? There's the big tent pole songs, which I'm sure you've heard a trillion times. Yes. The rest of the record does not shine as brightly as those tent pole songs. You hear Welcome to the Jungle, it's like, that's a hit. Mm-hmm. Even Sweet Child of Mine, you're like, yeah, that's a hit. Oh, and I mean, you know, I Paradise mean, Paradise City, hit. I mean, M, the moment that, that you said Sweet Child of Mine, did my brain immediately. Like, go i mean yeah yeah, it's there it's there it's it's built in it's baked in um yeah but the rest of the album does bear a single listen in your most open mindset at your own convenience okay all right i'll make some time for the old appetite which i believe is one of the best-selling albums of all time so i'll make some time for this incredibly popular piece of art um well thank you kevy we'll think about the old Chinese democracy option. Um, next up, Matt, we got to talk about who's recommending. Who's recommending? Nick. Well, Nick Fenton is. Uh, he's coming in and saying, all right, I'm going to do it. Has anyone suggested Ra's first full-length album from one? It does have a new metal tag on Wikipedia. I love a Mia Culpa. Like, hey, full transparency, guys. It's mm-hmm. got... It's got that new metal tag. Let's see if I can find some. Okay. I haven't even looked for this. Let me see. While you're looking for that, I'm going to look at the old long list and see if at some point in the long run of this show, someone has recommended this album. Matt, you're going to love this. <laughs> Not only is this album on the long list, according to my notes, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you do. Uh, yeah, so yeah, a little a little peek behind the curtain with the old long list is that a, it's a, it's a it's a Google. Doc. It's a long list. It's a long list, long Google Doc, and uh, anytime somebody wrecks something and we agree to put it on, we put it on the long list. And if I don't have a physical copy, it's in red. And when I do get a physical copy, it then changes to black text. And if I know where I got it from and how much it costs, I throw that in next to it too. I don't have where it's from, what it costs, but it is in black text. So. At some point, I picked up a used copy of From One by Ra. All right. Well, here's Do You Call My Name, the number one Ra song. So we'll know right. right here. something strangely funky <laughs> this is very strangely funky ken i what there's a lot going on there's so much going on lauren i matt i gotta go back ken, to the ken. t-mobile store okay all right ken thank you matt yeah buddy there's a lot going on there so much so much going on there i don't know i'll be honest that kind of threw me for a loop. At first, I was like, okay, this is a long intro, which we're all, listen, we're all entitled to a long intro. 
you want to do a long intro, do a long intro. But then for your intro to then go more intro-y, to then switch it up. Because that's three switch-ups by my count. That's yeah. a That's a... That's a Indian Asian sitar vibe going on into some chunky riffs into some funk. It's a lot going on. And I think we got like a little whisper vocal, like a little bit, but I don't know. Still on the long list, but that was that was a that was a wild one, I I will say. Thank you, Nick, for um Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick, for that. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman said, hey, if you're looking for another new metal is back, baby, data point. Check out the new Rivers of Nile record. They're one of those bands that people who scoff at new metal fawn over, sitting somewhere in the vaguely Meshuga Gojira-esque realm of extreme metal. And while they're still far enough removed that I don't think you'd find enough new to consider them for canonization... There were quite a few moments where if you told me that these guys were listening to a ton of Linkin Park during the recording of this record, I'd believe you, especially in the early middle of the album. He sent us a recommended track, Focus. All right. So this band's... Will... Yeah. So Rivers of Nile, if I'm saying Nile right, because Nile is spelled N-I-H-I-L. Okay. Yeah. Nile. Like yeah. Neil, like the only other pronunciation I would imagine would be Neil. Yeah, or like Nihilism, or Nihil, Rivers of Nihil. All right, let's see what Focus sounds like. That is super interesting. I know that 18-year-old me would have loved that. It's got a lot of interesting things going on. It's got a bit of a Spoopy Boys thing going on early on. Yep, and that was my bread and butter <sighs> in my goth it. industrial phase. So Yeah, um, with a little bit, though, a little bit of a chug, just touch, which I think is more, like you said, the vaguely Meshuggah Gojira thing. But honestly, I mean, this is the type of song... I feel like you slot this thing on like an edema record. Nobody blank. Nobody blinks an eye. Like this. This sounds like that could fit right in. So thank you for that. Um, very interesting. I have to check out more of Rivers of Nihil Nile. I don't know. Matt, we got a message from Corey Adams. We certainly did. Uh, Corey says, hey, guys, I have a wreck for the show. I know you've technically already done the Twisted 2 hundo, but I thought this might be an exception. As you might know, the boys in Twisted separated from ICP and Psychopathic Records and have been doing things under their own label, which has been leaning more and more towards the rock and metal genre. Well, happy to say they have just released a full-on 100% metal album, and I am so here for it. I was thinking that you all might be interested in reviewing it for November. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. November. November. Here is a track off the album. I think that you'd be very surprised to hear. Lauren, before I play it, what do you think about Twisted going a little more metal? When you've been doing it as long as those boys have been doing it, which is 20 years plus, You've definitely got to mix things up. You definitely have to try new things. And when we did the Twisted 2 Hundo, the Hundo Never Dundo. Hundo Never Dundo. 
you know, the guitars were not the strongest. The feeling was, if you guys are going to do guitars, then you got to really plug them in. Like, you got to plug them all the way in, okay? Don't, yeah, don't. you got to plug those guitars in. you got to plug in. those guitars all the way in. And you've got to really just make sure that every string is set to rock. Yeah, and get those get those strings to rock. This is all, I mean a lot of our a lot of our listeners who are musicians know that I'm speaking in these very technical terms that they understand and they get um you know just making sure that things are plugged in, making sure that strings are set to rock mode. These are things you need to do. And I don't think that Twisted was doing that in the past. Now, now that they're on their own, perhaps they are realizing, you know, they're a little more indie, so maybe they're realizing, you know, we've got to make sure these things are plugged in. We have to make sure that they, you know, pedals are set now i don't know if they're playing these guitars they have enlisted other people to play these guitars for them gotta believe there's also some drums going on perhaps a bass i'm just running through the whole band thing i mean once yeah again, yeah yeah i mean if you're in a band you've heard all these terms i've said before guitars bass drums <laughs> you're familiar with all of them yeah. so yeah yeah um so let's take a listen what is this song called man it is called twist and shatter Ooh. by twisted or twisted here we go. That's a surefire pit activator. Absolutely. stunned right now they're fucking doing the damn thing i'm gonna say it right now those guitars 100 plugged in 100 plugged in they are plugged in ready to go wow wow this twist is, and shatter i am i am surprised they this is a hundred percent commitment here yeah this, this is, is not like oh we're yeah we're, yeah we're gonna toy with it uh-uh. This doesn't sound like oh we have a song on the album. When you sound like no. that, I'm When you have a sung chorus? <sighs> wow. What's what's a twisted show like now? My lord. Chaos. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Chaos. Nothing but fucking chaos. All right. <laughs> I died. Fuck me. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Buffalo Bill is at these shows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And he's like, I'll see you at the merch table. Yeah. I need a hoodie. I need a hoodie. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so, right. <laughs> going. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thank we you, went Buffalo wild Bill. on that one. I did. All right. I'm stunned. Amazing. I'm, I'm ready. I'm Good ready. Job. We. Do you want to hear some more? Not right now. Not right now. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you're right. I, I've got to, I've got to pick this up. I, yes, I would like to hear more. I would like to hear more. Absolutely. Um, I'm also going to DM that over to Jenny so she can play that for Sophie and be like, listen to what fucking Twisted did. <laughs> like this is crazy. Isn't this crazy? Um, we did an episode many moons ago on POD's Payable on Death record. It's so long ago. So I'd- long ago. I'm like, wow, when did we do this record? Jenny hadn't even had a baby yet when we did this record. Um, And we got some feedback on it. David Shook said, I really love the idea of POD inviting all of their breakdancer friends over for backyard barbecues and trusting that Phil Keggy and Jason Truby will be just fine in the studio by themselves. The description of the band's complete lack of concern about this album is hilarious to me. (laughs) If you recall in this episode, you guys... No one was more relaxed than POD when they were making Payable on Death. And they were just like, Jason's going to take acoustic guitar impresario Phil Keege into the studio, and we don't need to do a damn thing. He's got it. No problems. We all know how it turned out. 
Thank you, David. Brianna Wolf coming in. Great, great comment. The album may be forgettable, but this episode won't be. The guitar solo talk and how Jason could have left that comment because he has at least one guitar will stick with me forever. Brianna, you're welcome. Chris Vesconsuelo said, My friend let me borrow this album because I love Satellite and the Matrix Reloaded song. Still Song of the Summer 2003 IMO. He told me I was going to love it. I gave it back after a study hall I had after listening to five songs that same day. Did not like it at all. Hearing this podcast today made me realize it was a good choice to not go back and revisit. Chris, this comment really resonated with me for a couple things. First, Song of the Summer 2003. Summer 2003, best summer of my life, as I said, on multiple occasions on this show. And certainly, that Matrix song, which I cannot think of. was Sleeping Awake, I think is what it was called. That makes sense. Yeah, incredible. Got me super hyped, too. That's why I got the record, too. Because I was like, Sleeping Awake, Matrix, Summer 2003. What a high I was on. But, but but I like, though, that you said you got this album in study hall. Matt, he listens to five songs. Five? And he goes, GTFO, I'm giving this back to you. And then now he looks back at something from high school and goes, no regrets? No regrets. Look at that. Not everybody can say it. A lot of people look back and they're like, oh, have I done it oh, different? Oh, man, I like, blew it. I fucking blew it. But here he is. He's like, oh, man, I made the, made the right call in that study hall. I'm happy for you, Chris. Thank you. I mean, uh, 2003, interesting, yeah. interesting year in music. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of that big stew pot. Tons of stuff in there. Are you going to go Stacy's mom? Are you going to go Hey Ya? Like, what are you doing that year? <sighs> yeah, you know, you know what, Matt? I did both. I had the summer. I had the summer. Let, let me tell you. Fountains of Wayne digression. Got deep into the old Fountains of Wayne. Summer of 03. Got that record, went back, got Utopia Parkway, got the self-titled, dived all in, became a fan for life. Actually just listened recently to Welcome Interstate Managers. Still holds up. Still holds up. Incredible record. So yeah, uh, what a summer. What a year 2003 was. We got a comment from Elric, Matt. I love this. Elric Everett says, I was at that 2004 tour, Linkin Park, P.O.D., Hoobastank, story of the year, which is probably one of the most late come down lineups ever. <laughs> when Lincoln Park ended with One Step Closer, all the singers of the previous three bands Whoa. came out to do parts, which was pretty sick. I also saw them on the tour where Lacuna Coil opened. This was before Lacuna really blew up, back when they still had their doomy roots. And let me tell you, there were some nervous Christian parents in the audience during their set. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, also, I believe Lacuna, Lacuna Coyle has a female lead singer, and I believe she sends out some pretty strong witchy vibes on some of oh, that yeah. early stuff. Oh, man. Pearls were clutched. Clutched. Um, Matt, also this lineup, Linkin Park. P-O-D- Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Story Can you of the imagine? year. Can you imagine? Where do you go to the bathroom? When's their time? The answer is between the sets. That's the on- honest answer. But otherwise, no time. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> well, there is a moderate uh, opportunity to go during Hoobastank. Possibly. Possibly. But if you are in the bathroom and crawling in the dark goes on, that's on you, motherfucker. Okay? <laughs> that's on you. Uh, Gabriel rolled in said, love this album, but don't worry testify they're back in full form gabriel are you telling us we gotta do another gotta do another pod record? that's what it looks like my friend is that, is that what you're saying we gotta do another pod record what? testify back in full form because i'm pretty sure testify is the record that katie perry is on and is produced by a lance more set producer glenn ballard and you're telling me they're back in full force i am you know what now i am motherfucking curious I am fucking curious because I haven't heard that record. Haven't heard a thing. I, well, I, I think I heard a single, but otherwise, have not heard that record. Interesting because I believe Jason's still in the re- on the in the band in that record too. So, I'm assuming I guess no Phil Kagi show up and again. I don't know. All right, Gabriel, my interest has been raised. We've got it uh, from Daniel Terry. I mean, Jason is one of the best guitarists. Period. 
However, this album just wasn't quite so inspired. Dan, Dan is Dan is our friend. He's a friend of the show. Matt, you are wearing a discography discussion hoodie, hoodie as we speak. As we do this, you're going to tell me Jason is one of the best guitarists, period? Period? You want to put a period on that? He put a period he on it. He put a period on it. You know what? I, I, I respect the boldness, but period? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to save it for our crossover show, Guitar Talk. Guitar Talk? G-Talk. I think we'll call it G-Talk because that way there'll be no confusion on what it's about. And uh, yeah, Oh, we'll how just... could I miss this <laughs> guitography discussion? <laughs> guitography discussion? You know what? Gabbing about guitars. Guitar, oh. ga- guitar Gabin. Guitar Gabin. That's guitar what we do. Guitar Gabin. Guitar Gabin. It'll be a spinoff pod in which we do talk about guitars and who's the best guitarist, period. And Dan will go on and he will make his case for Jason being the best guitarist, one of the best guitarists, period. Strong claim. Strong claim. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Lars says, I'm surprised with the hate this album gets. Sounds like somebody else who thinks this is one of the best guitarists, period. Sonny's multi-layered and vocal harmonies. I'm sorry. Sonny's multi-layered vocal harmonies are nuts. It's Hook City, baby. That's an emoji with sunglasses and a party emoji. Also, too bad you didn't get to the edition with the bonus track, Sleeping Awake, off of the Matrix Reloaded OST. Still a great episode, though. Heart emoji. Well, thank you. I th- we didn't get to sleeping awake, and that I think is because I like to think that maybe one day we'll do another new movie month, and we'll all watch The Matrix Reloaded and talk about the soundtrack or something. I don't know. We should do another new movie month. It was a lot of fun. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, Matt. We also got a comment from Gareth Davies. Gareth Davies comes in. He says, oh man, P.O.D. went all generic alt-rock. I know 2003 was a tough time for new metal, but this this is some straight-up John Tesh adult contemporary beige wallpaper. Woo! Woo! Like they heard that one Chili Peppers album where Frusciante forced Flea to renounce funk and learned all the wrong lessons from it. That shit is meek. On a personal level, I'm happy that they seem to be content and well-adjusted. But musically, I'm so much more fulfilled when the recording songwriting process is a debaucherous, drug-addled garbage fire. Pat Metheny kind of makes sense, and he might just be a papa. That one guitar he had, 42 strings. What? If my new metal math is correct, that's enough for six heads, 8.4 fieldies, 4.6666 Tef Carpenters, 10.5 West Borlands, or half of the Foo Fighters. Fun episode. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you for that tremendous new metal math. Um, 42 strings. I'm going to say it right now. Too many. Too many. How many fingers on a hand, Matt? Well... Last time I checked, uh, there were four fingers and one thumb. There it is. All right. And 42. There's just no way. Even if you pull your palm all the way out, there's no way to hit them all. Seems seems like a waste of strings. Some strings will just never be touched. 42 strings, too many. And if this is a joke and there actually isn't a 42-string guitar, refuse to acknowledge that. Thank you, Gareth. Um, We got we close out. We got two different Phil keggy memes sent to us uh josh toomey sent us one uh it's got phil keggy with his guitar it says phil keggy does not approve fair enough garrett fuller sent his metal hands uh also a pic of phil keggy posing with his acoustic and it says when i play this thunder stick i don't give a single fuck if you're scared i play with hard loud and long <laughs> okay i am of course confident this is a real quote from phil um if you if you've heard the episode you know that i mean the dude is just scorching so (laughs) 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 uh so um 
thank you thank you for both of those memes guys much appreciated um of course keep on saying hello to us online with your comments facebook twitter instagram uh send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com we always like to close out these who's tweeting apps with um some shout outs to our patreon patrons uh who have just signed up if you're not a patron of the patreon head on over to patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast become a patron of the show um we've had a lot of things very fun a lot of things very fun that is how i tell everybody that is that. classic laurenism right that there. is what i say about our patreon uh we've had it where you can vote on what episodes we do um recently our patreon patrons got to pick the deftones record we're gonna do another one very soon you can pick a record that we do again um also you know we had some shirt giveaways and you know we're just we're working on stuff just to make that patreon worth your time and money uh and so we got uh we got some new people we got four new people that joined up matt first all right a big shout out first big shout out goes to jack price thank Thank you. you william powell Thank you, Justin Kramer. Thank you. Oh, thank you for conducting me on that one, Matt. And Jorgen Huss. Thank you. Thank you to all of them. Thank you. And thank you to all of our Patreon patrons. And that does bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. It's going to be a hot one. Ooh. It's going to be. We actually, here, peek behind the curtain. We recorded these ones out of order, baby. That's right, baby. That's right. So we already know next week is hot. Hope you are ready. We hope you are ready. We hope you are ready. Yes. So until next time, Matt. Thank you. Lauren, thank you. Jenny, thank you. Thank you, Jenny. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.